Welcome back to the show. Chris Denman, Travis Terrell. We're live on YouTube streaming. Maybe we're on somebody's uh, smart screen in their man cave. That'd be weird. Why? Mm-hmm. I'm doing it on your big screen. I'm humping your big screen. Humping the screen. Great first hour. If you missed it, more of that to come this hour. Uh, we want to thank St. Louis Counseling Services for working with us. They've yeah. got a great podcast. We need it. Uh, stlouiscounseling.org. They've got uh, all their podcasts up on the website. You can check it out there. You can also see their uh, functions and capabilities for helping people in the St. Louis area. stlouiscounseling.org. Check it out online today. Mm-hmm. Gardner, you were, uh, you were jonesing for some chatter. Yeah. Or some, uh, some topics. What do you got? There's a couple things here. Uh, first off... Um, there's a video that was making the rounds on the Twitter sphere, mm. but is a it's a TikTok video, which I'm not familiar with TikTok. Um, Kesha sang about it. TikTok on the clock and my vagina pops, can't stop, mm. pop the. It's that uh, how it goes. It's short music infused videos. Oh, is is that was Kesha singing about TikTok the app mm-hmm. ten years ago? Yeah, ten years ago. Before it all happened. That's why she a G. I don't know when the thing started. Either. It started so like literally sure. 10 seconds ago. Okay. Like TikTok is right. very, very now. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I am Big with like 10-year-olds. But huge now has crept into regular society. No, Stacey Static's little daughter. Yeah. She was, we were gone, we were on the TikTok and she's, what, 9, 10? Yeah. So, yeah. I saw that she she had showed me a video. She yeah, she, she makes her own TikTok video, which I've always wondered how they were made. So to see how the it was really, really so you cool. were learning. I was learning from a nine-year-old from the youth. Hmm. That's about right. Yeah. Um, so there's this video that's been making the rounds now on Twitter. Okay. That people seem to be getting a good laugh at, but okay. I, I mean, I just kind of think it's, it's, it's rude. Okay. Let's see what so we have I'm here. I'm gonna show you this video. Okay. Right, so this guy just runs around the corner uh, on a busy chased. street, like he's being chased, and he sets it up. For a, a dinosaur, what? To come around the corner and scare people. Oh, Look at this hilarious. kid. He goes down. Oh, he'd be getting eaten. Right. Oh, this guy's no. in a wheelchair. Oh, my God. But look oh, how quickly he turns no. around, though. Oh, poor lady. There she goes. This, oh, go. this is the one that gets me. Oh no! This guy's got his lunch. Oh. oh, and his umbrella. Oh, and he's like he works at a hospital too, so he's gonna have to need. Oh no. Everyone's getting a good laugh at that, but that last one in particular, the guy, you know, he's probably on the go. What if he's got to be at work, so right. he's eating his lunch while yeah. he's going, and he drops his lunch? Even if you tried they to buy him lunch. surgery back. That was a surgeon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what the hell? I, my thing is, I guess enough of you haven't had your asses beat, because, <laughs> Lord, you better, that better be, that better be somebody that can swing in that dinosaur outfit, or has a bulletproof vest on. Like you don't know who you're gonna run up on. That that ain't flying yeah. in St. Louis. I don't know. If that no. looks try like that on the bus. I don't know. Try like that on the bus. I don't know, like man. People don't even York. honk their horns a lot of times in St. Louis for fear of getting shot at. <sighs> like uh, I think you do that at, on certain corners. You're gonna be prepared to. Hmm. Interesting. Just, now feel, I'm gonna beat the shit out of the guy in the dinosaur. I feel bad for the guy at the end, just because. Like, I'm looking at him, like, he's probably thinking, okay, what's going on here? What, is, is this guy okay? Should I, you know, involve myself in a situation? This doesn't look, look like America. Is this, is this in America? 
I don't even know. The sidewalks look just very well put together, so I, I don't <laughs> no, think it's not New enough York. trash. Yeah, no, it's look kind of too clean, but it looks like a city area. Yeah. So, man, yeah. only place I can think of it's somewhere in Europe or Denver. Right there. Uh, there's a that's a barber pole. There goes that's a bunch. barber pole. But I'm saying like it has an urban look to it. But I'm looking at the bus signs. Look, the bus signs all that's nice a and clean. Loop. What are you talking about? <laughs> Sidewalk all nice and paved and look at you. nice little I bricks. I see Scott Bakula's star. Look and look at that dinosaur, and then you know what's messed up? The dinosaur just staring at him like this I got you. This game didn't even I help him. I got your he black ass. He knocked his food now, down. I hope they pay for that man's food. Yeah, even if, but he, the thing is, like, even if you tried that after the fact, what if he had to be somewhere? Yeah, that's true. That's not respecting other so people's he done, time. He fucked up his ACL. Definitely not respecting their space. Mm-hmm. Chris is right. Somebody's missing a surgery because now his ACL fucked up and he's hungry. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I can't, just can't operate when your blood sugar's low. Mm, I know no. for a fact. That's why I don't operate. <laughs> Blood sugar's always low. Mm-hmm. What's in that? That's why I never became a doctor. That was oh. the reason why. That was the reason. Yeah. I was like on my way to becoming Doogie Hauser and then blood sugar too What low do you know to... about the medical field? I know that... Good question. That the human body can endure a lot. You do know that? I do know that. Is that from personal experience? It's <laughs> from it can endure my medical knowledge. Wendy's burgers three times a week? I it can do that. You don't have to get fucking personal about it, bro. Mm. That no. wasn't necessary. I didn't know that's what I was I doing. I didn't realize that you were being very rude and personal there. I don't I don't stop you from your eatings. No, and your I'm not eatings trying to lovely. stop you. I'm just saying you're shaming me. You I'm, ain't got to shame me like that. I got a burger date today. Oh, what? With a couple friends. Uh, Bob Ramsey and Brendan Weesey. Oh, my. We're meeting at High Point for some burgers. Oh, nice. I heard Bob on the radio last night. Is he yelling at any officials? Not this time. Okay pretty good at that he's the best uh, i've seen him do that on broadcast and i've seen him do that in person as his bench coach to a little league team <laughs> are you going to uh <laughs> no i know i know rammer uh has some leanings politically are you going to bring up uh what he's thought of the hearing so far we'll see where the conversation Le- goes. you're such a chaos agent <laughs> i'm not saying i will but uh, i'm just saying I, I mean we'll see where the conversation goes. Well, you definitely We'll should. see if we get kicked out of High Point. <laughs> <laughs> that would be out freaking standing. Bob Ramsey yelled at an old white woman yesterday. <laughs> we get kicked out. We don't talk to each other for a week. Then we have lunch again. <laughs> yeah. It'll block you for it's a few goes. days. Yeah, it's just how it goes. Now, I'm curious because you should read some of the transcript to... Rammer, in the same fashion, the president read some of the transcript to reporters yesterday. Well, not even transcript, his own personal notes. He had to keep his own notes. Have you seen how big these freaking notes are? He, like, writes like he has to. <laughs> Look how big that font is. I write like that some. You know I what? I write in block letters and. For a racist asshole, it's good handwriting. It's, I mean, it's fine. That's not bad. Not as serial killer-y as me. Yeah, I, it's not. Yeah, it's not chicken scratch. That's good. I He's mean, got if, that. If that's the first time I've ever seen the president's talent. No. What <laughs> about that thumbnail? I don't want me to get me started. That's my concern here too. I think the president has jaundice. That's why he had to go to the hospital. Not the only other day. the thumbnail. Look at the hands. And look he how dry it lotion. is. Get some lotion on your damn hands. I mean, can you imagine Ask being the president being grabbed by the? Okay. With those hands. All right. Most cuticles are gross. I mean, look at. I mean, look at the creases in the hands. He needs some lotion. Needs some I have lotion. some with lavender and aloe that I recommend. That but I that, use But the yellow-brownish tip concerns me. I think the president, that's why he had to go to the hospital on a, to the, doctor? the other day. Yeah, I think, I think the president, I think this impeachment is getting to his ass. Yeah, the hand, I mean, they make fun of the small hands, but 
It's also, hey, let's get some lotion on there. Let's take care of those cuticles. Also, under, wait, under that piece of paper, is that his tweet? Did he print out his tweet? Yeah. He <laughs> printed out his tweet. <laughs> what the, what kind of sociopathic shit is this? <laughs> he printed out his tweet? <laughs> Holy hell, I'm just realizing that. <laughs> Oh, oh, who gets to do that? Oh, come on. I've never seen that. No one who prints out their actual tweets. That is, I didn't even know it was a print feature. Oh, that's even worse than what says on. <laughs> and why does the Air Force One have his own station hand? Are we paying for that? I think so. We pay for that? We have. Well, should we the get the board Air Force One? What do you want, Elliot Davis to confront him? Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's see Elliot go after that one. <laughs> who gets that contract? Who gets the <laughs> Who gets to do the station hand padding for the uh, Air Force One? Maybe Sean's dad used to. He was a paper man. Mm. He printed out his tweets. Come well, I'm on, sure, I'm sure there's a reason. His own tweets yeah. that he could literally look down at his phone at. Well, he, he printed them play, out. Can't put your phone. In. Let's keep him off his phone. That's a good point. Maybe it's better. Maybe it's they were, hey, let's, it's better this streaming. way. That's so weird. It, it's less distracting. It's you know here's how to try and keep them focused some and narrow it down. But even then, like hey, if you saw my handwriting in my notebook, you might report me to the authorities. Yeah, same here. How how are the listeners' handwriting? I'm asking. Oh, their handwriting. Yeah. Well, it's just like in how I keep notes too. I have a system of symbols as well and. Uh, uh, like there's a I process, have, like I, I said, and I, my handwriting sucks. I'll let you know that out the gate. But like Chris's handwriting is scary. It's Kaczynski yes. It's very like I'm like, man, are you writing manifestos? What are you, you writing doing cursive with your day? or do you write? Uh, print? If I wrote in cursive, it would be better. Yeah, the print is just like oh, it's God. a. I print and I do block lettering still with printing. So I Chris's handwriting makes I'm me think fine. he has people in his basement. Really? There's no I doubt. Look he at makes this. me think that they in his large freezer in his basement, there's like chopped up body parts. That's what his handwriting tells me. We should take, what we'll do is... Uh, Zodiac killer. We'll take what the president wrote, and then okay. maybe after the show we'll do our own examples of how yeah. we write with our handwriting. Well, I will say, tomorrow. I think for the first, like in the first four years, that's the nice, that's the, I finally see what he is good at, and that is handwriting. It's not bad. Yeah, it's fine. It's confusing, though, a little bit. Like, he goes with the lowercase I... While everything else is capitalized on that nothing, hmm. I don't understand. I'm or, happy or that the, the I'm, I and quid. I'm glad. I, yeah, I'm glad that's not capitalized. I think that would have been creepier. I think it should be if you're going capitalization with everything else. Mm. All the eyes are lowercase. Huh. What does yeah. that say about his psyche? Oh, no, not all the eyes. That's the thing is that it, there's not consistency there. Oh, you're right. Because in final, final he doesn't have. Uh, all right. Well, final he does have a dotted, but with. I oh, itself I okay. is capitalized, but then like, uh, like on the word nothing, the N's capitalized, the O, the T, the H, the N, the G, but the I isn't. That doesn't make any sense. No, there's a lot about what he is. Still more concerned there. about the hands. That though. is very questionable. I'm very. I think that's literally that he just told dry. himself why he was at the hospital. We now know why. I mean, imagine that just. But he said, "This is the final word." Hand even the final word of the president of the U.S. Yeah. What did he say? I want nothing. I want nothing. I want no quid pro quo. Tell Zelensky to do the right thing. This is the final word from the president of the U.S. Okay. I, I thought, Travis, we could have a little fun with it. Okay. Because I saw someone on Twitter said, this is now going to be my audition script. 
and they'd read it dramatically. I want you to read this okay. as Charles S. Dutton. Oh, boy. From Rudy. Okay. I have two people in mind I'd like you to read this as. Okay. okay. So, number one, Charles S. Dutton from Rudy. Now, do you have the script in front I of do. you? I do. I okay. do, director. Yes, thank you. Okay, so let's, uh, let's go to your camera. Okay. And I want you to give me a dramatic reading as Charles S. Dutton from Rudy reading the president's memo to himself from yesterday. Let me get it to say thank you. Look at the character. I want nothing. I want nothing. I want no quid pro quo. Tell Zelensky to do the right thing. This is the final word of the president of the U.S. And sing. That was terrible. Mm -hmm. Thank you. What? You didn't even give me a. Okay. Okay. <sighs> you got to go like, remember like Charles S. Dutton, he goes into that whisper at times. Okay. Mm. So you got to go up and down with it. And then. Okay. Like. Treat it like the dope here, dealers moved in on this. your block and the show is rock. Okay. Think of this. You're five foot nothing. Okay. A hundred and nothing. Mm -hmm. And you hung out with the best college football team in the land through years, if you ain't proved nothing to yourself by now, you ain't never gonna do it. Something I'm paraphrasing, I'm trying to remember that speech there. Remember, channel that part okay. of Charles S. Dutton from Rudy. I want nothing. I want nothing. I want no quid pro quo. Tell Zelensky to do the right thing. This is the final word of the President of the United States. Much better. Oh. Hmm. Nice. Good Actually. Memeable. Uh, when you, the way you said President of the United States, that was very good at the end. Okay. Thank you. Because the way you said that, I heard Dutton in your okay. voice. Okay. All right. Thank you. Now, there was one other one I wanted you to try okay. with this. All right. Um, think Will Smith in the movie Concussion. Okay. Oh, accent time. Yes. Okay. So this should go well. Okay. Tell the truth. <laughs> Hold on. Here we go. You ready? Yes, sir. I want nothing. I want nothing. I want no quid for call. It's good. Tell the Zelensky. Oh, no. To do the right thing. We're off the rails. This is the final word of the president of the United States. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Oh, Jesus. I don't know what that accent was. I don't know. Oh. I tried to keep it. You might have the offended pod. like five different groups yeah, of people. Yeah, I, I think I did, but it's not specifically the country I was. No, it was the accent. No, for. it was not. Somehow at all. I avoided that country, <laughs> but I hit the other ones in the process. Uh huh. Oh no. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, that was. You're welcome. Nice effort, though. Do you want? To, I got Obama. Oh, okay. You want to do Obama? Oh, okay, hold on. Let's try Obama with this. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. I want nothing. I want nothing. This is rough, Obama. I want no quid pro quo because Michelle <laughs> told me not to. Tell Zelensky to do the right thing. Nope. You slip back to. This is the final no. word of the President of the no. United States. No. no. Tell the truth. No. Tell the truth. No. Awkwardly enough, this is like almost like. Is that not a. No, that was the right. The presidents from Africa. Mm. Yeah. Which mm. was a thing. That is. Mm. What? Yeah. Mm. Okay, what did you just tell us? Did you just, mm. Did you slip up? Mm. Oh, my God. This okay. is a rough one. 
So sorry, guys. I tried. Well, I appreciate the effort. It was there. Your Obama is not good. It's not. I can't tell you why it isn't. I think uh, you've had plenty of time to work on. You, it. You're right. Uh, I've had now, about now is the maybe some would argue the worst time to have a good Obama impression. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could even say the time's passed. Yeah. <laughs> Yours was obviously never there. Uh, I thought so. you would have had it at some I point as right. well. I think uh, I did well on the Michelle though. Now see, yeah. uh, we uh, drone strike uh, every two seconds. Uh, <laughs> let me be clear. Mm-hmm. They were mostly civilians. Oh boy. Uh, oh, sorry. It couldn't that have been bad? that bad. He hasn't ended up on Rogan's show yet. He did Marin. I did. In the garage. I the like old Marin, garage. Though. I like Marin. I'm a Marin <laughs> You guy. think you like Marin. You've never even listened to the oh, show. Yeah, man. I like Marin as a person. <laughs> you like Marin because his identity, the, the politics you assume he has. No, he was good in uh, Glow. <laughs> What's on, Glow? On Netflix. It's a TV show on Netflix. He's a part of. What like is Marin. Glow? Gorgeous, uh, lady, gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. It's like oh. a period. It was like seventies, eighties. It was like it's a. It's based off of a professional, a women's professional wrestling. Uh, oh, that's league. very lovely. And Allison like this, Brie. He's the, the skeezy manager. The star. Really, Allison Brie, very lovely. I'm a fan of hers. I'm a big fan of hers. Did you get a little perched there, Guardsy? She's a delightful character. She mm-hmm. deserves more. Like obviously, Glow. She's been doing that over the last few years, but she's uh, an actress that I w- I would not have a problem seeing more of. I think she's very funny, very charming. Mm-hmm. You're hoping I, I for like, like a another fappening? Like that no, 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 like that. No, I no. I'm talking about her as a Pervert. as a talent. You, oh, you, okay. Never know with you. Ass hats. What'd you call me an ass hat for? She is a very lovely lady. She does. She's a very beautiful looking woman. But I'm also just saying, pointing out that she's also a very, yeah. very, very talented actress. Seems like well, she's very funny. Also, she's uh she's one of the she does one of the voices on uh, BoJack Horseman. Oh okay. Yeah, I've always enjoyed her uh, late night interviews. She does, yeah. She's yeah. She's really yeah. I, yeah, she's. I think her work from Community has turned her into like she's very. Like I would like to see her in more comedies. She's very like, yeah. And she's done serious stuff too. She was in Mad Men. Yes, I've I have only I've only seen still shots of her in Mad Men. She's I never very really funny. watched Mad Men. Yeah, it's Mad Men. The first few seasons, she's kind of like your 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 pent up. Like fifties housewife. Oh, okay. But but over throughout the really cool thing, you see her find her independence because uh-huh. she's very into the submissive housewife. I'm supposed to be home, support her husband. But as she realizes how much more her husband's an idiot, uh, she begins to become more empowered. Who's she married to on that show? Oh, gosh, I forgot the 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 character. Is it a significant character? It is a significant okay. character. It's a guy who is the real big douche throughout the series, like the early part of the series. Okay. I forget the actor's name. He's been in a bunch of things. See a younger guy? Yeah. Kind of shorter, maybe? Yeah. I know I can picture who you're saying. I know. I really am sorry. I don't know his name, but he's really talented and he's good at that. But his character is a jerk in Mad Men for the first couple seasons. And uh, she becomes more empowered and more like, oh, man, ain't shit. Uh huh. So. Just like that. Yeah. I love Allison Brie. That's all I'm saying in short. Okay. Um, That's fair. I know you guys don't follow the NBA. And I understand why. I don't mind a good. It's good-looking black men who are athletic. That's likely to take your women. Completely understand why you wouldn't watch it. However, the NBA has—they're not all good-looking. Have you seen Joel Embiid? He is. Woo! And that's a hottie. Well, that's my boy. (laughs) But the NBA has, for whatever reason, attracted these crazy, 
off the court stories. Like like for we, whatever reason. For whatever like Donahue. Come on. Donahue, we that's a that's a story that's just, oh, wow, that's insane. And then of course, uh, there's just a whole host of issues like that take place off the court that is just like Delonte West and LeBron James' uh, mom. Yeah, that was attractive for everybody. They want it. You got Tristan Thompson literally in the middle of the playoffs cheating on his incredibly popular wife, Khloe Kardashian. Yeah, you have the Kardashians in the league. What do you think's going to happen? It's a, but it's a fascinating league from a story point. Like it's like it's it's really fun to follow, even if you don't follow the day to day. And one story I think you gentlemen would enjoy is a story about how an NBA executive, Jeff David of the Sacramento Kings, stole thirteen million dollars from the organization. How Doug? much? Thirteen million dollars, thirteen point four to be exact. So this guy was responsible for. He was the director of sales and sponsorship mm-hmm. uh, for the Sacramento Kings, and his job was, of course, to secure you know the banners you see around the arena, the sponsorship for the team, for events, for quarters and halftime shows and things like that. That was his responsibility, and he was pretty good at it. Um, and they are, at the time, they were getting set to build a brand new stadium mm-hmm. and a brand arena. new practice facil- facility. Brand new arena. And so, you know. It's like the time I called Matheny, the coach of the Cardinals. Ooh, manager. Lit. That text line lit up. Oh, Skipper. People, I've never felt wrath like sports fans that I didn't know listen to our show. Uh-huh. But, but this guy was had a really outstanding responsibility of securing the naming rights for the new arena and the new practice facility. And so Sacramento, as you know, they were threatening to leave the city. They kind of were pulling a Ram situation where they were like, I don't know, man, if I can't get some additional finance and this is going to be very saw, difficult to keep the Kings. in Oklahoma City. And yeah. so, yeah. So Was they Kevin lane- Johnson the mayor at the yeah, time? Yeah, oh, buddy. God. Yeah, it's a lot of, again, the NBA and its storyline. But so they were able, of course, they ended up staying in Sacramento. And because of that, uh, the city had gone out of their way to show why we want to keep the Kings. So the Kings saw it as a very lucrative opportunity. This guy saw it as a lucrative opportunity to go back into the community and get some of that money for future sponsorship. And he did. He went out and got these huge deals with these major conglomerates inside the Sacramento area, one being a healthcare company. And... All looked good. Like, oh, damn, this dude out here killing it. He's getting these huge sponsors. We got our practice facility good. We got a brand new naming rights for the stadium. However, those invoices weren't going directly to the Sacramento Kings. Mm. They were going to an LLC that Jeff David set up on his own. And so when it was time for these companies to make their allotted payments for their sponsorship... Yeah, the sides and stuff would be up, but he would say one price to the king's ownership while still negotiating behind what he's telling them and getting more money. So that difference was going then into his own pockets. Ooh, that's all like I'm sure it happens where people get away with it, but I feel like you always are gonna like always there's gonna be a comeback to the tune of thirteen million. Thirteen million because he remember you got to remember he you literally he took back. the naming rights deal. He took the naming rights deal. Just imagine what Enterprise is currently paying. So they took that. He's basically taking that money that Enterprise is supposed to be writing and putting it into his own checking account. Right. Now, he was, he was, he's given so, full autonomy to negotiate everything. So they, there weren't anything 
necessarily in place. So no they oversight. Were looking, no complete oversight. Like you least. wouldn't know it until you ran an audit or until something. Until you ran like an that. audit. And again, yeah, they had no, they were getting common. some of the they were getting their payments. They just weren't getting what was ultimately negotiated. Mm-hmm. So they it wasn't so as if somebody was like, Oh man, we need that money from this company that says they're gonna pay their bill on time. He knew that of course know, someone would have picked up the phone and called then, but essentially he did it so that he was able to pay a little bit back so no one would ask enough questions to be like, Hey, we're missing a check. So what are we what are we looking at? Prison so we're looking at a here? situation here where the guy he was he his basically his own demise is him his his own success. Mm-hmm. So because he was able to successfully negotiate these deals for the Sacramento Kings, he got a job offer for the Miami Heat. So when he was leaving out the door and it was basically, you know, trying to set up the next person to take his position, you try to have papers set up and a process so mm-hmm. everything, you know, continues to flow once that person leaves. Well, when they decided to go back and look at that paperwork, the lady in HR started noticing some odd discrepancies. And so she was like, huh. She noticed the file that he had left behind on his computer that read TurboTax. And he pulled it up. She pulled it up. And in there was a file about uh, a home in Santa Monica. Mm -hmm. So he was basically where he was using those funds to pay for a brand new house in Santa Monica. And so her first thought was, well, why would a healthcare company send money through this guy to pay for a house a in house. Santa Monica? It's like, why is why are they associated? Why are they being connected with this? So she did a natural audit, worked backwards, called the healthcare people, Oof. and they said, "Well, yeah, we've been sending our checks yeah. to you guys to this LLC." That's and they're nice. like, that LLC is none of our vendors. We don't have a vendor under that LLC. So that's when they started to work backwards. They called in the FBI. They basically had the FBI go over there and interview this guy where they didn't tell him that they were obviously looking into his shit. They thought he, they, he made it sound as if they were looking into the healthcare provider. So he would become more forthcoming. Yeah. And so once he was able to become more forthcoming, he gave up more information, sort of told on himself. And then the wife went to go try to use their debit card and it declined. And she called the bank and the bank's telling her, well, it's been frozen. So they use another account that's been frozen as well. And this was after the interview with the FBI. And so the wife comes to the husband like, yo, all right, I ain't an idiot. The FBI shows up one day this morning and then this afternoon when I go use the debit card our accounts frozen. What the hell is going on? And what was that really all about? And so he ultimately confesses to his wife and she almost has a breakdown. Like she is fortunately, I think at the time they were moving, like I said, he got the promotion with the Miami heat. Her in-laws were there. So this is all happening while his in-laws are there. Oh, God. Yeah, the in-laws are present while the FBI is there and he's confessing what he's done. And she like almost has a breakdown, like, like, Oh, the vapors type of breakdown. Mm-hmm. And, She's silent, like as he's trying to explain away what's going on. And even the in-laws are like, no, the, the FBI ha- has it wrong. They're not. No, that's no. It's, it's got to be something else. The wife literally, after almost an hour of silence, goes, you're going to jail. All this is moot. Like you're talking all this potential conspiracy theories or it could be this. It could be that. 
What you just told me, that's a crime. You're going to jail. You've just ruined us. So now, long story short, which obviously I didn't make it short, but he's now serving six years in prison. Um, when it comes to the family situation, eh, I think they're still together, but from the sounds of it, it's still touch and go. Mm -hmm. uh, the Sacramento Kings were able to, I think, recoup most of it. And I think he has to pay restitution on the rest. In his head, he thought that if he told them that he would pay back that restitution, that that would be enough. But obviously, the FBI is like, bro, you just committed a major fraud. Yeah. No, we're not. No, this is tax evasion. This is everything. You're not going to be able to, to just pay it back and be good. And so, yeah, he's doing six years. Mm. Kings are good. Um, they kind of got, you know, hit a lot of people in NBA circles have said that the culture in Sacramento has been fast and loose, so they weren't necessarily surprised that this was taking place. Uh, but it was just such a... That's still... I, I mean, I'd be surprised that it got to that level, though. That much money is... That's a lot, a lot to take. Mm -hmm. But think about it. He was getting away with... Like, if he technically yeah. didn't take the job with the heat... If he just would have stayed put. He would have stayed put. If you stayed put to make sure that you covered your tracks... He like once you were leaving, then you, you lost could, control of that. She doesn't get that file. She's not able to connect the dots. She goes, see, that file right. ultimately opened it up for her, for her to start doing some digging. But if she doesn't have that TurboTax file that was on his computer, yeah. then it's very likely that he's still doing this today. Now, I do wonder, greed obviously being a motivating factor here, but what else went into, like, try to make, like... We talked about this, yes. Like, the why, I guess. Yes. You, you say greed right there, number one, right? Because you think an but executive that's a in lot, the NBA. But, but the, to me, there's got to be more than just greed right. to go for it. That big. To go that this big. Score, big that, of a score. Exactly. That's a huge score. So I just wonder what else, like, like <clears throat> what are the underlying factors, I guess. And we discussed That this. motivate mm -hmm. the greed because it's not, it can't just, there has to be other things involved right. to me. Like, it just doesn't make sense without that. And it might seem small to some people, but that's how that's how you get to the bigger right, part of it right. because there are underlying things that tell part of the story. I wonder what those are. I don't know what those he are. He talked a little bit about the rush. He talked about how he really – he was good at his job. He said he – but he got to a point where he, the the journalist who wrote the story alluded to how despite having a very nice salary, he was making upwards of 350 plus on top of commissions on the sales mm -hmm. from his sponsorship. So he, he could have been making about half a million dollars a year. And just simply that in the world that he was living in with where the sixth man on the bench for the Kings is making eight million a year. And mm -hmm. you got a CEO that's worth these billions of dollars and these owners and these big wigs in Silicon Valley right. who come to these games they essentially said he felt like a small fish in a big pond. He's seen everybody out here being flashy. Mm -hmm. They talk about how folks were driving up to the games and Bentleys, like these big wigs. And they felt like in that world, he felt he had to also show that Terrible. he can run with the big dogs. And in doing so, that's why he was so strong in his pursuit of making this fraud happen. But to Gardner's point, I was I was wondering the why, because like I said, it couldn't have been specifically money because, yeah, I know it's definitely, you know, cost of living in Northern California is higher than most. But a salary of 350 plus and bonuses is pretty solid days work. And yeah. so you would think you could live fairly comfortably 
off of that and be happy and have a nice family and maybe even have some side businesses. <laughs> but with this guy, apparently that wasn't enough. And he loved the juice. He wanted the action. And yeah, why at some point, and I'm not saying that the, that the family around them are culpable, but I will give the wife credit. At least she comes off as, huh, something's not totally adding up, but my husband is good at his job and people around him respect and like him. So I had no reason to immediately think that he's doing something behind our backs despite us living in like $8 million homes. Mm -hmm. But That's insane how that happens. Skyrockets. It's crazy. It's just one of the weirdest. Like it's, I guess I'm just surprised that at that level, there's so much autonomy. I mean, I guess, no, I guess I can't say but I'm maybe surprised. it's this particular organization yeah. though too. Yeah, like true. you had said. True. Very true. You had mentioned what other execs and other people around the league had said about the Kings yeah. in particular and how their front office was being run. Man, that's fast. That is really fast and loose, man. Yeah. That's like, that is, like, I mean, you know, I, I like, you're right. I think what everybody has said about the Kings is very much probably true. Uh, that is still like, man. I'm going to ask my little brother about this because this is like what my little brother does. Yeah. Is, and he works, I'm not going to say who, um, but he is employed by several owners of professional sports franchises mm. throughout North America where he conducts audits. And it's not necessarily even within their, because a lot of these people have other companies. Right. So it's just like he audits their other right. company right. type deals. Um, so I, I wonder what he, I want to see what he thinks of this one. Like just to see like what his, how his job would handle this or, what he would have done in this situation with kind of a file like that right. or, or what, what are things that tip you off when you see right. that? And that was the thing I was wondering about this lady in HR and she comes off like freaking like a superhero in this because it's literally, she's following the numbers yeah. and she doesn't make an immediate assumption, but she said essentially in her gut, that's weird. Like it, she, she said in her gut, she was like, it didn't, it nothing made sense. Yeah. Like, and she, you don't want to believe that someone you've worked with is defrauding the company, but, and it, I wonder what that's feeling like as a person too, that, mm, that is searching point. that. And you start to see that, you know, like how that begins to feel because the math is the math at the yeah, end of the day. And, and those like, people God. are just savants you're, at you're it. just like, I gotta be seeing this wrong. And what am I, am I missing something? But that's the beauty about her. She's like, I know this. And as a, you know, you're in that position, you know this shit. You, yeah. you don't get to that point in any organization. You usually don't without knowing your shit. And I think the way she said it was she knew her math wasn't wrong. Yeah. She was kind of hoping that it wasn't what she saw. She right. was like, she was really like, is there another reason why it's being done like this right. that I'm not aware of? And she was like, she was like, no, man, let me, it's probably because I'm not looking in the right file. Let me, let me go. But she said, like I said, like a thorough HR person. She was like, I went through every single file. And it was just a pattern after a pattern after a pattern. It's like, I can't deny what and, the numbers are telling and she me. she had to know when she makes the phone call mm. to the healthcare company. Yes. And, she, and they're That was the confirmation. Yeah. She said when the confirmation, was, it's like, oh, yeah, we paid it to this LLC. And when and you she hear said that, her heart, yeah. Yeah, you got to have a feeling, that, like that sinking feeling mm. of, I can't believe this is what I found. Right. Like, and then I, and I, think, I think, again, it comes back to me of going, man, it's, he was getting away with it. It wasn't. He wasn't setting off red flags all over the organization. Wasn't setting off red flags with the sponsors. And so the guy was moving as he was moving, and no one was the wiser. 
No one. Let again, a guy. What? If he doesn't take a promotion, the guy is probably still racking up money. Mm-hmm. You see it on all levels. Bernie Madoff. There you go. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think doing it in plain sight, but doing it in plain sight, we're talking about sponsorship deals. Like, you are the guy su- responsible for putting the naming rights on something the entire city will see, and that will go out across the entire NBA. You negotiated that. Like, you're hiding in plain sight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is crazy to me. Got a listener comment, the awkward moment when you're streaming through your work computer with the window hidden, but your boss comes over to talk to you, and Travis is yelling so loud she can hear him the entire time through one working earbud. And, <laughs> and neither of us acknowledge it and try to power through. Jesus. What was Travis yelling about? Was it probably my Charles has done? It was my, yeah, it was probably my Charles has From the Black Sheep. Dead. What do you think of this? They could tell he was pocketing funds when the expensive ass banners arrived and smelled like gasoline and said the Kings spelled K I G N S. That's oh tougher. my God! I just that I don't. It's that's so. Fu- I don't know why that's. I, we've talked about this. I don't know why I find these white collar crimes well, to be, be so white collar. Oh, that's a good point. The, but they're so fascinating because, because of starch and bleach, probably. And I, I, I just one because I, I always wondered what. Like, what the hell does the SEC do? What the hell? Like we know what the IRS can you play do. football. I'll tell you that much. But I've always wondered, like these HR people. I'm like, what excitement do you get out of your job? I would imagine for this lady, this was like diehard to her. This was like this had to oh, be like. Oh, this guy was good. Now, what about the guys in like? Uh, I'm trying to think. What like think about the Tampa Bay Rays sponsorship guy? Like this guy was you know rolling in it doing well. Like the Rays. Like who's he bringing in? Like, is he bringing in just all payday loan places to sponsor because they don't want to work with these teams? But it makes me wonder, and this isn't to suggest that I, I'm always under the assumption that whether it's professional sports franchises or businesses, I like to think they're performing or behaving above board. But when you see something like this, again, like a guy that was doing it in plain sight, I, I wonder if we were to pry a little bit more or and a, a lot of that information we'll never get because it is private but i would wonder if we looked around the corner and maybe turned a few more pages what we could find on other sports franchises and other businesses because it's like like i said this is i, I can never imagine trying to pull off a fraud to this extent this much money while being a public figure Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing that really blows my mind. Well, I mean, we see it. Yeah, we do. And But uh, but to that point, I still somebody, like that. Somebody might have a fake university that <laughs> they have to pay $25 million on or like a charity <laughs> that they've misused funds for that they have to pay $2 million on. That is fat. And, uh, Kids with cancer, man. That's mm. it. And yeah, man, that's... Mm. That's scary, man. That's a thirteen million dollars. Damn, <laughs> thirteen million dollars. I can't say I wouldn't have tried it. Next huh. question: Would the NBA work in St. Louis? Okay, well, <laughs> this how, type of story would. Yeah. yeah, but this type of corruption too. Oh, that's right up our yes, alley. Yeah, that's what we do best, baby. Oh, we talking about. Now. If that's it was me. a curious reason <laughs> they set up oh. in Fenton in the old <laughs> Autoplex. <laughs> the NBA. <laughs> An orange ball, you say. <laughs> They're here to stay. But I bet you Dr. James Naismith never thought the invention would go this far. From the peach basket to the prison basket. 
<laughs> yeah, that'll be enough of that. Uh, what a great show it's been. What do we? What else do we have going on before we get out of here? I'm Rosie? curious to get your thoughts on this because I know you are a hound dog. But uh, there's Gardner a bill on the trail. <laughs> there's a bill that aims oh. to rename a portion of Wash Ave after a supermodel and St. Louis native Carly Kloss. Oh, whoops, wrong one. Why am I looking at her all weird there? Because mm, you're a weird guy. There we mm. go. That would be, um, who's she married to now? She's well, married to um, uh, a Kushner, my friend. Uh, her she's agency married to is a Jer- block away, by the way. She's, oh, really? I didn't know that. Uh, she's married to, uh, what's, uh, Jared Kushner's younger brother? Something like that. Uh, but yeah, she's, uh, come home. She, her in-laws are the Trumps, believe it or not. Uh, Klaus, who was discovered by a St. Louis-based modeling agency, Mother modeling is an alum of Webster Groves High School, so she probably never, ever set foot on Washington Avenue ever in her entire fucking life. So why the hell would you name Wash Ave after Carly Klaus? Now, Gardner, I know you're going to be with me on this one, because we talked about this in the car not too long ago about what we like to romanticize here in this country. Mm. Oh, I was saying I wanted to take down all the... Confederate monuments in Georgia and just have one of Richard Jewell in Atlanta. <laughs> which I, think I didn't is do fair. it. Uh, uh, the streets traffic and refuse uh, committee will discuss board bill. The owner, uh, there's what? two owners. It's a husband and wife that own that modeling agency. And the, uh, the husband, I see him walking his dog every day. Oh, I know who you're talking about. You would not think he owned a modeling agency. He has agency. a small dog. He has a, he has a small, yeah. very cute little dog. And he looks like he... Oh, I walked past. I didn't know that's what that company was down there. That's what it is. Yeah, I've walked past there. Isn't that exciting? It's crazy. Oh, I didn't realize that. I hope they. And I look. This isn't. This isn't me. Even Carly Kloss is dope. She's a supermodel. She's from St. Louis. Much love to her and respect to her career and the things that. And I would imagine she comes back and probably gives back to the community. I'm not taking that away from her at all. I don't understand why we're naming a street after her well why not do it in webster or in webster yeah do that why does she get washington right. avenue why does she is get a, a main drag you'll of the find downtown out that you'll privilege? find out that no you're gonna it find. is absolutely because tomorrow lee simmons she created baby fat and i don't see anybody putting a bill up to name a street after her and she actually lived in the fucking city she actually like come on now you're she welcome. was a she's a billionaire that created one of the biggest fashion lines in the history of this country. Yeah. This is, this That's is what I'm just play. saying. If we're I'm going to play the part of Sam Lyons. I know. I'm a, yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, hype this up because this is some bullshit. Uh-huh. Carly, baby girl, you fine. Keep talking. Yeah, you lost a few points by marrying a Kushner, but I can't blame what the ain't, love, what the heart wants. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem at all. Now, baby girl, you probably deserve a street. Yeah. You may even need a school. Uh-huh. But how about we do it out in Webster? Keep going. And not use a street that you have probably never, ever set foot on. Not a bad idea. That's racist as hell. Uh, I'm sorry, Chris. You can finish. Will you Your eat? white privilege story of the day from Travis Terrell. We could have used the King story as white privilege, but I chose not to. Well, that's just that's a crime caper. <laughs> Will you eat crow when you find out that she has uh, invested in a large development which employs those that live in the area, and that's ultimately why it's going to be named after her. Oh, no. quid uh, pro quo. Uh, quid pro quo. No. Quid pro quo. Ah, right. Get Sondland ah, out here. Get Sondland out ah, here. Quid, quid pro quo. Ah, Come to comedy tonight. <laughs> Sophie's at 6. Gastro pit at 8.30. Garner. See you guys. High five. Ah. Peace.